Hey y'all, it's Brittany. Hey, my name is Brandon. Hey, it's Daisha. And, and this, this is Chasing, Chasing Sunsets Podcast. <laughs> my life is so freaking cute. Good morning. Good morning. I just knew you were going to say that. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning to you. The birds yeah. are chirping. Throwback. So good. Anyway. How's it going? Um, pretty decent. Can't complain. Brandon? I'm doing fairly well. Brittany? I'm good, you know. And. <laughs> Saisha! I am wonderful. Wonderful, wonderful. Wow, we have a guest. <laughs> Go ahead and introduce yourself, girl. All right. Well, I'm Saisha, otherwise known as Sai. I'm a winter student on the broadcast track, so here I am. Welcome yeah. to Jason Sunset's podcast. She was the first one to make the cut. Everybody been asking, when can I be on your podcast? Let me on, put me on it. Let me talk to the kids. Just kidding. We we actually really appreciate the interest. That was a joke, Brandon. <laughs> Apparently, I think everything is <laughs> a joke. So, um, <laughs> so onwards with the show. For today's church announcements, Disha. So, um, one announcement number one uh, we're selling shirts. Woo! Woo! Officially, oh officially, officially. So, we're selling shirts. So, it's going to be in the link tree in our bio. It's going to be under Chasing Sunset's website. You just click that, and it's going to take you to the big cartel, and then you're going to see the shirt. The shirt with all, all of our faces on it, and we're going to be taking payments via Cash App. So the Cash App is going to be dollar sign Chasing Sunset's pod. That is C-H-A-S-I-N-G. S-U-N-S-E-T-S-P-O-D. Chasing Sunsets Pod. Don't forget the dollar sign in the front. Also, any feedback y'all got from last week's episode? Somebody was hating on Tay Money, but whatever. Mm. Hating? Tay Money is a good artist. And everyone's entitled to their own opinion. I agree, Brittany. Thank you. you like Tay Money side? <laughs> yeah, I actually do. He just <laughs> don't. He just be hating. Who I've is actually... he? No, no, no. He didn't even speak to it. He mm. kept it general. Mm. Not general. <laughs> you definitely just said that people can have opinions. That's a generalized statement. That's factual. Did you get any feedback, Deja? Yeah. Chewing. Because <laughs> Brandon talking about stuff that's not on topic. Yeah, actually, I did get some feedback. Mm-hmm. You know, some people said they loved it. They really liked what we talked about. Um, people like the playlist. Got a couple. There's a few people listening to the playlist. And any feedback you got, Mr. Brandon? So the feedback I got was somebody liked my song. Yeah, I know, because I'm really good. Anyway, Jenny's really good. But that was about it, you know, love energy. Yeah. And then our canned food drive is going to start on Thursday. 
Stay tuned for more info. You get that info on Tuesday. And we're going to officially start on Thursday. And it's going to run through February. So stay on the lookout for information on the canned food drive. And that's all I got for announcements. Is that all y'all have for announcements? That's all I got. That's all. Alrighty. And that's it for announcements. Well, Deja. That's it. So, what's on today's morning commute? Okay, honey. So we got, I got a song by Alex Isley. Have you ever heard of Alex Isley? She yeah. part of the Isley Brothers. <laughs> Fun fact, her father is Ernie Isley of the Isley Brothers. Wow. Okay, Brittany's She smart. was destined for greatness. Yeah, and she has a gorgeous voice. She's from L.A. Like I said, her dad is part of the Isley Brothers, so she is an Isley child. Oh, she a gangster. She probably got, like, bodies in the bad way. Girl. Wait, what? <laughs> There's bodies in a good way? Never mind. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you have the Isley Brothers kind of. They got a perm, but don't mess with them. Yeah, they might wear bell bottoms, but they'll beat you. Pop, pop. <laughs> Go ahead. So the song I'm going to be playing is called Wait by Alex Isley. It's from an album um, called Wilson that she did in collaboration with Jack Dine. Jack Dine is a producer of most of uh, Mac Ayer's songs. So here is Wait by Alex Isley. Take the time that you need. Fill the space in between. Sitting impatiently. Morning Commute Volume 4 available on Apple Music. I'm going to put it on Spotify because we got some Spotify listeners out there. So I'm going to start putting the the um, the playlist on Spotify but on the playlist I have three songs by Alex Isley. I got Iman Omari, Ari Lennox, Emily King, Jill Scott and more. So yeah. Go ahead and go to the, the link in the bio, the link tree, and go listen to the playlist. And my friends, my wonderful podcast pals, what are we listening to? Go ahead, Zai. You can go first. What? Okay. So, um, lately, I've been listening to this Columbia artist named Jehovah. Pretty sure a lot of y'all know him. Co- 803 run this thing. You already oh, know. Whoa. We like that 864. But anyways, but I thought you were talking about Columbia as in the country. No. And I was going to say, you talking 803 in the I said, I thought. said that first. I like it. I was like, ooh, this is I was, new. I was thinking Columbia. <laughs> me too. I was like, ooh, this Columbia. is new. Put me on, sweetie. Uh, okay. No, Columbia, South Carolina. Uh, you already <laughs> so. know State Capitol. Anyways. Anyways, um, he's a great artist and I've been listening to one of his songs called Weekend, so let's listen. Hey. Hey. Calling you up when I'm drunk, drunk. 
fucking no score. Me like she in love. Baby, I do what I want. 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 Yeah, um, Jehovah. Oh, I'm gonna say Ooh, how do you spell that? <clears throat> it is J U H O V A H, and weekend, and then like the whole like mixtape thing is all dogs go to heaven. Oh, that sounds familiar. Yeah, it's a movie. I've seen it like <laughs> that is a movie. <laughs> Dope, like, I've seen other people like, yeah, yeah, definitely. But I really, really like his music. Mm -hmm. That song Hoba. Weekend, it's a, it's a hit now. Mm. That's a hit. I like it. What you listening to, Brittany? <laughs> so this is a little song. Um, we used to play in church when I was little, and I've been listening to it a lot. Put a hump in your back and shake. Hey, hey. let's go. We used to sing that um, for altar call at my old church, and it's just been thinking about it a lot lately. That's what I'm listening to. <laughs> Lord have mercy. What you listening to, Brandon? Okay, so lately I've just been feeling real 2008. Um, you know, 2008, 2009, 2010, late 2000s. So I've been listening. I don't know why I can't get this song out of my head, but so anyway, I've been listening to She Got Her Own by Neo featuring Jimmy Fox and Fabulous, you know, song. It just, it's a good little throwback. It's nice and smooth, nice little vibe to it. Nice. I love because she got her own. So a listener sent in a song that they were listening to called Shine by Buddy. I'm gonna play that real fast. Oh, oh what y'all know about that? You like that song? I've been on first of all before. I love you play Buddy. This, I've been on Buddy since I was just graduating high school. So I'm not into this, I'm true to this. Driving through the fog with my high beams, putting on my bizine. Let me tell you just what I seen. Angels falling from the sky. I just hope that they can take me back to where the pearly gates be. And I've been counting down the day. So whatever you listen to, if you listen to something this week, go ahead and send it to me. Like I said, go check, go ahead and check out my playlist in the bio. And yeah, that's it for Daisha's morning commute. Storm advisory. What's your weather report? All right. Uh, back again with DJ Storm Advisory, showing out on the P's and Q's, the ones and twos for boys and girls across the world, and then Brittany gonna stop out there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna learn that. So, yeah, I heard it, mm -hmm. and so did my goons. <laughs> well, I hope they hear this weather report too, since they got a lot to say. Anyway, thank you all for joining us here today. This is lovely. So, for week four, episode four. We're going to talk about dun, 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 
Let me stop playing. That made it. That just further enhances the stigma. Anyway, we're gonna talk about the stigma surrounding STIs and why they're why they're frowned upon. So my personal spin on it, uh, people need to stop being so judgmental towards others receiving or having an STI because I'm pretty sure that's nothing nobody necessarily asked for. I don't think nobody wake up in the morning and be like, hey, let me get that. Let me get that taste of gonorrhea real quick. <laughs> like, I just don't, I don't think people do that. Or let me be like, yeah, mm, that syphilis. It's looking real good today. <laughs> like, I want to live life on the edge. Let me go out and get that. Nobody does that, right? So, why when people get a certain STI, it's like, oh, damn. You got an STI. You basically got Ebola. And don't come around me, don't talk to me, don't touch me, don't look at me, don't do anything in my direction because you might project that STI towards me. When in fact, not all STIs are contagious. Or contagious in the sense of physical touch. Like some of them are literally bloodborne. And you need you need some type of substance that comes from deep inside of you not saliva i'm talking like blood semen yeah you need some that type of substance to come in contact with you and whatever else you got going on before you can catch it anyway educate yourselves so i want y'all to answer why do y'all feel like people just look down upon stis and people who have them <clears throat> because of the way you get them mm-hmm Okay, how do you think you got here? Through sex. How do you think you got an STI? Through sex. Sexually transmitted. Babies have it sexually. I'm just answering the question. <laughs> You're right. And I, that's why I'm here to stop this thing. I don't think a lot of people talk about it, but it's crazy because you never know who could have one. Because sometimes you can't look at a person and be like, oh, oh they, they got, got something. They got something. People can go about their lives, go about living normal lives and never have a problem with it. How do you feel? Um. Well, I feel like it's only talk. I, the um, most of the part that when like people talk about is like middle school you know when we go through like the sex ed classes they're like don't do this and don't do this and don't do this the best way to be is abstinence this is all very true but you know at the end of the day things do happen and then not even with that like there's some like sexually transmitted diseases or infections or whatever that can happen even if you have protected sex so at the end of the day like you know, you just never know someone's circumstance. You, so you can't just, you know, point finger and be like, ooh, you nasty. Like, you just never know what people are going through. Okay, points for me. So, essentially what it comes down to is mistakes in life happen, you know? There's, I feel as if you catch, if you catch an STI, you need to address it as soon as possible but then also i just like when people say that too because there's flaws in that statement as well because sometimes you don't know the other sti and some certain viruses slash infections are asymptomatic and some people are asymptomatic like you two people could have the exact same sti and one would show symptoms and one wouldn't and one the one who didn't could probably go on for a long time without realizing so yeah, it's important to know your status. It's important to know your partner's status. But at the same time, you got to allow room for growth and mistakes. So if, let's say, hypothetically, like one of y'all missed with somebody who got an STI, but they didn't know, would y'all be mad? Absolutely. 
But how can you be mad if they didn't know? Because I feel like if you're having sex, it's still your job to get tested. So why y'all ain't get tested together? Because if that's the case, y'all would both know. Okay, if that person goes out and does whatever they do and then give me that STI and then I go and get checked, I'm going to find out. I never said that I wouldn't get checked, but that person's job is to get checked too. Not everybody has those type of relationships with their partner where it's like, let's go. Some people just friends with benefits. You're not going to go to the clinic together. You know, some people just have that casual, just sex relationship, and you still have to go get tested. It's still their job to get tested. And that's cool and all, and I'm not negating that, like, yeah, everybody's circumstances are different. But if they didn't know, like, I can see why you would be mad, because to a certain extent, you mad at yourself and you mad at them. But at the same time, you can't be but so mad, because they didn't know either. Like, what, what you gonna do? Tell them to go back in time and know? Well, yeah, yeah, but still. but don't even. But still, nothing. <laughs> if they didn't know, they just didn't know. No, as long as. But if I find out from me getting tested and not them getting tested, then I'm gonna feel a little bit type of way. So if I if I have something right, but they didn't go get checked, and I'm telling them, I know I got it from them then I'm going to feel slightly a type of way because I feel like after whatever partner you have, if you have get a new partner, you should get tested. I feel like that's a part of communication, though. Like, if you're getting into something new with somebody, you should... I mean, I understand that it can be like a uh, subject, but if you're adult enough to be in a situation where you're having, you know, sexual relations with someone, I feel like you can be adult enough to talk about, okay, well, before we do anything, we both need to get tested. Right. I need to see your results. So on, so on. Boom. That's not really realistic. You, you ain't said it. No, <laughs> that, that is that realistic. That is very much realistic. That's very I can agree it's easier said than done, it but it's very done. much realistic. Okay, it's if you make it your reality. But I don't think people are really going to do that. Like, people don't really do that. But then you mess with the wrong type of people. Because if they really want you... Well, you on a college campus, you had never heard of people just... I'm talking about real realism, looking at winter. You don't hear people just catching things and then... But guess what? All that could be avoided. You can go get tested. That's what I'm saying. If it if it was if everybody did that, we wouldn't have this conversation now. That's what I'm saying. It's not yeah, realistic. Some, but like I was saying, some people aren't on that level of being mature enough to do so. So I think that's where the issue comes in at. Right. I mean, we got kids on campus at 17. You know what it's I'm saying? 17 years. Yeah. Some people come to college some at 17. Right see, Jeez. if you ain't mature enough to get Yo. tested, then you probably mature enough to have sex. Exactly. Look, Miss Dish, I want to hear from you. I feel like people are um, kind of like freak out when they hear that someone has an STD because the stigma around it is what we learned in high school that STDs are bad. If you get an STD, it's because you're having unprotected sex, and that's bad. So, of course, we're going to associate all of those things with what the topic at hand, STDs. Right. We don't talk about codes like it's bad, but codes are definitely contagious. It's like when you, if you put it, that's a simplistic type of comparison. But if you think about it, like when we talk about a code, it's like, it's just a code. You be like, oh, I got a code from Daisha. But when you say, oh, I got an STI from Daisha, you can be like, what? You be like, what the Yeah, like... <laughs> Oh my god. You can I mean, obviously if it gets to that point where you don't take care of it, it could be fatal, but like you can 
recover from it. So we don't talk some, about in high school. They don't say STDs you can catch, you, catch an STI. It's okay if you do because you can get treatment. They say they make it seem like you're gonna die when you if you catch one. I, I was gonna say um, how some STIs stick with you for life. And the others don't. And some don't. And others don't. But we, I feel like in school we focus on the ones that stick with you for life. Mm-hmm. Is it just me? Yeah. I feel like there's a heavier slash greater emphasis put on the ones that do stick with you for life. Right. And no one talks about the ones that come, we don't talk about the ones that only, um, you can only transmit to other people if you have like flare-ups. We don't talk about the ones that come and go and then you never have anything to do with ever again. You can live the rest of your life. You can still have it, but you can live the rest of your life. You can live a normal life without these STIs and without passing it on to other people. I don't think we talk about those ones so much. We focus on the like AIDS. That's the biggest one that we focus on. We don't focus on the other ones. And a lot of people don't even know other ones exist or that the other ones can be, you can live a normal life with having an STI. People think once you have an STI, you're going to die. Mm-hmm. And that's how I feel about it. <laughs> I'm say if you're poor or if you're in that group, then yeah, you might, you might die. You can get tested for free. Yeah, but like, there's a there's such a big population of people who wander around who don't get tested and then don't have the medical needs to. Uh, once, even if they find out they have it, don't have enough money to get yeah, treated. I can't say, yeah. And and it's one of those things where it might be the last thing on your list. But that's a whole other conversation. True facts. Points were made. Were disproven. <laughs> Nonetheless, go get tested. Uh, know your status, as they say, which is a good idea to adopt. Nonetheless, did I already say nonetheless? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Regardless. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the source. Regardless, uh, yeah, I really like that. Regardless, be safe. I know sometimes life gets the best of us, and that's okay. Allow, don't beat yourself up, because at the end of the day, you did what you did, and the world will still turn. You know, that doesn't mean you're a bad person if you haven't protected sex. Um, if anything, it means you might want to be a little more cautious. But otherwise, be great. So, as I wrap up, as I conclude the weather report for today. I want you all to have a great week, make a difference in the lives of those around you, and continue to grow and prosper. So, Miss <clears throat> Brick Brat, what are we chit chatting about today? Um, someone asked the question, "How do you feel slash deal with peer peer pressure in college?" So, uh. For me, I think like freshman year, oh geez, I think there was some choices. Now that I look back at it, it was peer pressure. But I think the older that you get, and the more mature you get, and you like start to solidify your morals and values in life, your peers, some like opinion and um, choices don't really phase you as much. But I think your 
your willingness to give in to peer pressure definitely um, relies on your maturity level. And if you find yourself continuously making bad decisions, then you have to reflect on yourself and uh, try to figure out what you think is valuable, I guess, like what your morals are. That's a complex answer, I feel like, though. Because it's very easy to give in to peer pressure. I feel like it gets easier once you get older, though. Yeah. I feel like I was more prone to peer pressure, middle school, high school. I feel like once you get into, you become an adult and you do solidify your own morals and values and they become something that you really do believe in. So you can't, it's hard to be moved from that place once you get older. Yeah, I agree because I feel like, you know, going through high school and things like that, like I I knew who I was. And then when you go off to college, you're in this whole different setting. So like, I feel like that freshman year, maybe sophomore, it just all depends on the person. You kind of lose who you are. A lot of times people lose who they are once they come off to school. I, thankfully, I didn't. I, you know, kind of stayed on the same track. But that freshman, sophomore year, you kind of lose your values because, I mean, you're away from home. I don't really see your parents. You know, you don't have to deal with that stuff that you did in high school. You become a quote-unquote whole new person. And then once you get older, that's when you kind of, you know, fall back from all that stuff. I feel as though... I feel that peer pressure... This is going to sound kind of harsh, but I've been known for delivering the unwarranted truth to soften the blow. But uh, if you feel that you are so consistently subjected to peer pressure, you need to change who you hang around. Mm-hmm. Because if you really feel that peer pressure, all right, either these people don't give a what you believe in or have a blatant disregard for you as a person or just overall are not good people or not who you need to surround with yourself or not who you need to surround yourself with at this point in life. And that's okay. So... To anybody out there who might be listening and just feeling like they always have to do what their friends do, it's time for you to elope and expose yourself to new ideas or new beginnings. But anyway, peer pressure, I definitely agree, is you're a lot more susceptible, a lot more susceptible to it at a younger age. But once you get older, at a certain point, like. I feel like everybody reaches that point where it's like, I'm really not as concerned with what other people think. Or some people just hit that total, you. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what we're talking about going on, but everybody not like that. There is, after a certain point in growth, you are a lot more concerned about what you have going for yourself personally and how happy you are with yourself. So in terms of peer pressure, it's... Definitely coming of age thing, if nothing else. Personally, I feel like I was a lot more outspoken and independent, so I never really felt succumb to peer pressure. But I understand everybody's not like me, and that's okay too. So yeah, that's not I mean it's not like honestly y'all look at me and how I think like everybody's just not like me. Be real with yourself. How many other people you met like me? My fifth grade exactly. teacher exactly. always. She ain't saying that she moved right along. My fifth grade teacher always said, 
either um, be a leader or follow someone smart. So if you are good at, because there are some people who are like in our class, like as in junior or senior. Oop, oop. She is graduated. But anyways, like who you look at now, you'd be like, dang, like they really don't have a mind to themselves. Oh, girl. Talk to him. Talk to him nice. You know, okay, so there's messy Mondays, right? But we got, or them parties and kickbacks on study day. But then Wednesday and and Thursday when we have a final, we in the library till 6 o'clock at night. I mean, 6 o'clock in the morning because we want to hang out with our friends all night. Like, somebody's not, no, people aren't going to admit that that's peer pressure because I'm grown. What do you mean peer pressure? Wait, wait. But no, that's peer pressure. So, and also, like, if you don't want to be at Winthrop all year, I mean, for the rest of your life, just, sheesh. You got to. Get right or get left. Yeah. Because your friend's going to be graduating and, and you going to be a uh, super duper, super. Super duper stuck. Yeah, so that's my take on how I feel about peer pressure. So moving right along, Miss Finley, Miss Disha, what are we talking about today? Tell the people. Okay. So today, this morning, this, we're going to be talking about code switching. We have Miss Saisha here to join us in our discussion. In code switching. Okay. All right. So, um. Okay. Talk to him. Go ahead. You ready? All right. So I know we all. Well, if we don't understand what code switching is, it's basically talking in slang or colloquialism, and then you have in your your vernacular what you're you know used to speaking in the you know what we speak in in class typically, and the colloquialism is what we speak with with our friends. So, I believe code switching is very, very, very necessary. For one, Brittany, please make your point about what you said earlier. Um, Dave Chappelle said this. He said, all black people are bilingual. So, basically, that's just saying, like, we all know when to turn it off and when to turn it on. Because we, as black Americans or, you know, black people in general, we have to... We can't speak how we want to all the time. That That's just, you know, it's an unwritten rule. We know this. So going into a workplace, we have to speak in that vernacular that we're taught, you know, in school or things of that nature. I mean, oftentimes it is, you know, quote unquote, said to be, why are you acting white? Why are you speaking like a white person? Blah, 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 blah. But at the same time, we have to know what is not necessarily right and wrong, but what is what is approved and what is not at you. That's a harsh way of saying it, but it's just the, you know, reality. Mm, that's a harsh reality, I feel like. Yeah. Because I feel like, why, why should I have to change something so, what can seem small, I think, for someone else, you know what I'm saying? So, say, for instance, your name, right? In the office, you could be Saisha, but at home you sigh. But like, right. Well, I feel like even growing up, like I always had this issue because I was like, my name is Saisha. Oh my gosh, it's so ghetto. Da, 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 da. So like, it was for a long time because my middle name is Robbie. 
So for the longest, I was like, if I go on TV, I can't say my name Saisha. I'm going to have to say my name's Robbie just because people would, you know, be able to pronounce that easier. Like all my life, I've been called the weirdest things ever. It's never Saisha. I'm just now getting to the point where like people actually know how to say my name and it's not even that hard to me. But, you know, to some people it is, but I would just go through this stage of even like when I started serving, I was like, my name's Robbie, da 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 They're like, but it says, I'm like, yeah, it's Robbie. And I would just walk away. Because I just didn't want to have to deal with like, oh, where'd that come from? I would so, I always get exotic. Yeah. So unique. Yeah, they love saying that. I'm just like. It's kind of basic in the community, but, you know, whatever. But I feel like we we just go through this stage of, like, not knowing sometimes, like, how to come off as, you know, I'm the black person that I am, and there's nothing you can do about it. In terms of code switching, probably feels like it's an innate behavior because our community has done it for so long. And I remember when I was younger, I used to be very bothered by it. It's like, dang, like all the adults around me, nobody really being they self. Or I just kind of saw it as like, whack. <laughs> I was like, why? I never understood that. So when I was younger, I, I, always, I always try to remind myself and tell myself to just talk how I talk and just do it. Um, which I think I still do for the most part. No, Brandon, you know how to turn Mr. VP on. I do? Yes. It's weird because we just do it so naturally. Right, right. It's like such a unique behavior that you just... You don't really notice until someone points it out. When we were passing out donuts, you could tell Brandon from Mr. VP. Like, it was obvious. I was like, wow. Wait, so who was that when I was passing out donuts? It depends on who we were talking to. Sometimes you were very relaxed, and then sometimes it was like this elevator pitch, like in your head. Well, yeah, like if I see people we knew or like someone, I'm like, girl, I see a wig looking good. You got that got to be on. Come listen to the Because he, he kept saying something about, um, something about calling them bad. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I said that. You yes. cannot go around saying these, these random people. <laughs> it sounds like so We love the bad. But then oh when you God. talk to white people, you were offended, like, sir. hi guys, so we have this uh, podcast. And then we all stopped at ageism. We did not go on. <laughs> yeah. Our episode, we talk about ageism <laughs> and ageism. <laughs> the second episode was black at a PWI, but right. whenever we would talk to the white people, we wouldn't say black at a PWI. We would just say, ageism. we talk about ageism and, that and things it. of and that, that nature. Sick. Come listen. If you found more, you just found more. But anyway, better code switching. <laughs> yeah, so I feel like that's a form of, in a way, code switching can seem like we're selling out a little bit. Right. But I feel me. like it's a natural, like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? A natural defense mm-hmm. against, like, people who are always, like, um, you too loud or you too this or you too that. I feel like it's a natural wall that we put up especially when it comes to like being in the work- workplace and um fear that people are going to actually well where are you from because someone did that to me at work i was like do you mind he was like do you mind if i actually where you're from i said i'm from charleston he's like oh okay he thought you was like from a different country i don't know i get that a lot and i was so like... confused it was just so awkward he was like do you mind he was um he spoke spanish but he was the only one at the table who could speak English. Right. And he was like, do you mind if I ask you where you're from? I'm like, sir, I'm from South Carolina. Yeah. South Carolina. 
So weird. Because that happens to me a lot at work. I'm kind of off topic, but that does happen to me a lot. They'll, mm-hmm. they'll think I'm Dominican. Really? Yeah. Exotic, like names. No. I, yeah, I'm just like, because they like just come off the bat speaking Spanish to me, and I'm like, oh. Someone did that to but me at a food truck. I understand sometimes, but like, some, if you're going too fast, I'm like, Sopa, got you. And just walk away. <laughs> that's soup? Yeah. Sopa. Sopa and salada. Right. That's <laughs> <laughs> That ain't funny, Salada. Well, okay. I found something online. It says 48% of those with at least four year college degrees say that they often or sometimes feel the need to code switch compared to 37% of those who do not have a college degree. Well, yeah. I could see that. Yeah. And it says among Hispanic and white adults, there are, there are no significant dis- differences by education. Mm. But how do I? I get okay if your sentence is completely out of whack. Nobody knows what you're saying. It sounds crazy. Okay, I could see how you could say, you know, this is not appropriate. I guess to speak this way. But if I don't know, I don't think that. I should always have to code switch. And I guess that's just a privilege of being, like, white. But when you actually think about it, it's kind of like, dang. Like, it's so stupid to me. Because I don't think it's that big of a deal. It's, like, in a way, saying, like, my culture isn't... Appropriate. Yeah, it's not... environment. It's not good enough for me to, like, to leave these walls. So let me go ahead and put on my white face and, and talk to these people. Because everybody have a different voice when they talk to their friends than when they're answering the phone. Hello, this is Daisha. This is she. All right. Thank you for calling the kids to like a grandstand and I'm going to help you. We are making magic at Chuck E. Cheese in North Charleston. This is Daisha speaking. How may I help you? Pull up to the window. That was definitely my birthday. Go ahead. That's all you want? What? The ice cream machine broke right now. <laughs> no, for real. Yeah, I'm going to show you got that. I'm machine down right, right now. <laughs> what? But then at my job now, I'm like, hey, welcome to blank blank. <laughs> I don't put them out there like that. Yeah. My name is Daisha. I'm going to be your server today. Can I search your love with anything to drink? <laughs> you wine samples? <laughs> 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 You're just so great. You're so versatile. Yeah, well, that's that's the plus I think about because I think we're like the ability to like just do that naturally and to I adapt think, to our environment. Right. It's it's so weird because like honestly, before I even like talk to someone, I already get the vibe of what what version of, of Saisham I bring it to them. Mm-hmm. You know, so I feel like it's. I mean, it's cool in a way, but at the same time, like, you sometimes sit back and be like, am I being real with myself? Like, is this who I am, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Right. Right. It's, but it's cool, though. I, yeah, I guess if you look at the right, right side of things, I feel like people who are not white, non, non-white, non-non-white, non-black people of the people of the majority if the roles were switched they would not be able to uh survive it's i don't know how do i okay so like when when they try to code it's like i don't even know what they do like it's like they 
So is it the opposite? It's, is that when they be like, homegirl? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so what I see is like, girl. <laughs> Yeah. You talk like when they try to talk to black people. Yeah, and they try to talk like, and you be like, mm. Have y'all ever seen like? Sometimes I feel like white people come switch around each other too. Mm-hmm. It's. It it's like sometimes it's like they trying to compete with each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what? I like never noticed. In my opinion, from observation, it's like a competition of basically like who the better person sometimes. Because <laughs> then when you get them by themselves. It's like mm-hmm. it's like uh, us, yeah. and you're like me and being VP, as y'all said. So yeah, but I can't say like when they try to talk to us, they be like, "That's what's up," or something else very seemingly ethnic. Season. It just seems like hey, MTV. So that's what I get. I get MTV vibes when they try MTV. to do stuff like that. Yeah. So you know how like some black people just uh, like let's say like a black boy got adopted by a white family. That's just all they know. So that, to them, it ain't cold switching. It's just talking. But then, like, some white people only grew up around black people, too, though. So mm-hmm. it ain't necessarily that they're trying to relate to us. Just as all they just know. Right. So I guess that comes with uh, communication. I feel like we keep talking about communication on this damn show. I guess that comes it's with communication. It is. I'm not. Also, I don't like the phrase, I guess. I don't know why I said that. It comes with communication and just overall getting to know where people come from. Um, their morals and backgrounds and trying to learn a little bit more about them before you make a preconceived notion or judgment. It's like weird because like now that I'm older, I understand that it's code switching. But like in high school, I got the most backlash like from like black people because they would be like, oh, so I want to be white. Da, 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 da. Just because when I'm all around my white friends, you know, you know, you know how we mm-hmm. like, you know, the little preppy, like, yeah, yeah, all that good stuff. <laughs> but then when I'm around my white friends, I'm like, yeah, what's up? So, like, it would just be, like, this battle within myself, like, am I really white? Am I really black? You know, things like that. More to as I wasn't thinking I'm conforming to who I'm talking to, being comfortable around who, and, you know, making people more comfortable with how I'm talking. So, I feel like that's, like, another thing that we deal with, like, you know, of course, in the black community. I think I remember uh, for biology, we had to carpool. I had to take biology. We had to go do the project in the middle of the woods. Uh, yes. Yeah. And I had to ride with these two white girls and it was, you know how people say Kardashians be like, yeah, like, and oh my god. You think that they... Kim. Kim and Courtney. Courtney, 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 just shut up. The Kardashian They all talk like... Don't be rude. <laughs> <laughs> like, they literally... Some... Okay, you think that's a stereotype, but some people really do talk like that. Right. And then, but I'm in the car. Okay, but I'm in the car, right? They not going to sit here and be like, yo, what's up? Or, you know, try to switch to my vernacular. But if I was in the car with one of y'all, and we wouldn't be talking, you know, how we would regularly talk if a white person was in the back seat. I feel like we would somewhat... Code switch, but when they, but when they, yeah, it was. I feel like we would, we wouldn't completely be ourselves, but if we try to tone it down, yeah, when the roles are reversed, it's like they don't think about that. That's not something that you have to think right. about. Like right. they're still gonna be themselves regardless because that's accepted. But the way that I am is not accepted. So now I have to switch, which makes me feel like it's somewhat being a sellout. 
Yeah. But it's also survival. So. It's a natural defense, I think. Have y'all seen the movie Sorry to Bother You? No, I haven't. It's this movie. It's a trippy movie. He was, um, the star was working at a telemarketer company. And when he was making phone calls, you know, he was using his normal voice and people were like hanging up on him. And the goal was to like raise up so you can go upstairs with big people. So he like, I gotta find that clip. I he, think I know what you He flipped about. on a white voice mm. and then white people was eating it up, eating it up. And he ended up being the top seller in the company. This on Netflix? Mm-hmm. It was, I saw it in I the theaters. I saw it in theaters, let me see. I it think I know what you're talking about. It was a strange movie. Like everything else that happened in it is pretty, pretty weird. But, oh. <laughs> what did she say? So rude. Don't be rude. <laughs> literally, literally, Kim, you're like so rude. <laughs> embezzled. Turning red. She's talking about embezzle. Embezzle. But it's a good movie. It's a good movie. I think y'all should watch it. It was a lot of other weird stuff happens that probably it's it's a strange movie. But I do recommend it because it was really good. So yeah. What's your white voice? Anybody? <laughs> Yeah. Go ahead, dude. Um, it's a great day in South Carolina and an even better day here with the university. Mm, what's yours, Britt? You know, so I just feel like I just have a calling, you know? No, that's not. That's my mom. <laughs> no, that was it. You gave me mom. very much soccer mom. That's my mom. That's my mom. Your mom does so good. Birthday! She goes up. I don't think I don't know what my I'm wife voice is. I don't know if I have one. Hey girl. I do that one a lot. I feel like with me it's more so proper. I feel like this is mm-hmm. my natural voice and yeah, then like nice. when yeah, so it's either this or my voice gets like kinda deep. I think it's whenever it's deep when you lit. Like when yeah. on the party scene. Yeah, yeah. Cause usually I talk like this. It'd be a little bass. Ooh, it's my sexy you'd be a nice that is <laughs> I feel like I'll be like I'm finna go, and then instead of I am going to go. I think whenever I think for me, whenever my you can't hear my Charleston accent. E four three. Girl, up. Oh, what was that? I don't know. That was disrespectful. Y'all be cold out here. I cold. I hungry. I hungry. See, look, I agree. <laughs> what? Was you said I agree. That's how she said it. Man, I agree. I didn't say I agree. Oh, see, she said I'm hungry. I said I hungry. But she said I hungry. I said I hungry. <laughs> I agree. No, no. This is like I yeah, I got to my daddy house. <laughs> my daddy house. My daddy had called me, <laughs> and he been at he been keep talking on the phone. He, he talked too much. Yeah, he talked been just running on, 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 on. David, David just be talking. He just want to check up on me. You know what I'm saying? That is true, cause they be like, E, 
or she. She. I can't say. Well, they don't that. say I'm or I am. They say I. I, I, I hungry. I, I thirsty. I, I tired. Man, I sick of this. I tired. Mm-hmm. Huh? My daddy do that. That's... I don't know what her talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like my white voice is whenever you can't hear my child's accent. Oops. It comes out. I don't know. It comes. She comes out occasionally. Call me she feel day. like it. I think I always sound the same for the most part. I think so too. Unless like it's weird because most of my family's from like up north. So whenever I go up north for like a month, I come down here. I'm like, I really can't do it now because I haven't been up there in a minute. But like, I, I can definitely that. see yeah. you from. Like, I could see you as a northerner. Yeah, that's where I, all my family from. So, like, whenever, like, I go up there, they're like, oh, you country. And then when I come back down here, they're like, where are you from? I'm like, Anderson. The West. <laughs> Anderson. Sorry. Anderson, South Carolina. You country. You don't think so? It's, but whenever no. I go, they're like, oh, you country. You country. Right, you know, okay. honestly, people outside of, like, North Carolina to Georgia... Think we all countries. Mm-hmm. Like, I anytime so. I go to a conference or something. They think you're a country? Yeah, but I I, I, I know where I get it from, so, like, it doesn't shock me. But. I personally don't think I'm country at all. Well, it's because you don't. Neither do I. You can't see beyond your roots. Mm-hmm. Right. So you just really don't. You don't see it. Even from the outside, like, I trying can tell to get, like, a bird's like eye view. Yeah. I really don't. I don't do nothing that's country. But you got to think about somebody who's from, like, New York. Right. Or, right. like. Because I don't get on a dirty train. Oh, whoa. Oh, or somebody from Nevada. Oh, wow. really have accents like Who is Nevada? <laughs> I say Nevada. Nevada. Nevada for us who pass English. Anyway. Ooh. First of all, I can pull up my transcript right now. Pull it up. Run it up. Why y'all do that? I want some more juice. Anyway, so yeah, you, I'm telling you, it's a very much concentrated, it ain't even all of the South. I feel like that, that has something to do with code switching too, because my mom, she was born and raised in Connecticut, but whenever... It's weird, because whenever she go up north, she'd be like... Yo, what's good? And you know, <laughs> but then like, <laughs> is there that stuff in Connecticut? Yeah, Connecticut's right next to New York. Yeah, yeah. Yo, what's good? I'm like, get it. Oh my gosh, we sound horrible. But then like, whenever she come down here, like, if she like take a trip up there, she be like, yeah, I was just in Connecticut on Fourth Street and Ave, and I'm just like. And you don't always talk like that. You're what's, code switching, ma'am. What's goody? You that yeah? Cause my mama, she be she be doing that. She try to feel like I think sometimes she's trying to forget. Like she from Yuji, and um. But do y'all not think it's like adapted to your environment? Like you get so used to hearing other people talk like that, so of course you're gonna pick up on it. Cause I feel like that when I go back to Charleston. Mm-hmm. Like when I go back to Charleston and I come back, it be heavy. And I come out real heavy because my mama accent is heavy, my daddy, yeah. my sisters, everybody in my immediate family has a really heavy accent. So once I come home and that's all I'm hearing, I come back and I'm just like yeah. trying to readjust to where I'm at. Yeah. You're right. I feel like with me, it's more so like with certain words that like end in ER, like I'd be like quarter daughter. Oh. All stuff like yeah, quarter. and it, quarter. 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 people hate that. I'm just like we say a uh, quarter, like quarter. no quarter. I quarter. say quarter. I say quarter. 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 Water. Water. 
Forty. I say water. Whenever I say like water, like some words he has the uh at the end. I say forty. I don't say four forty. It sounds weird. I'm like I'm like fourteen. Fourteen. I'm in the sound. You say fourteen. Now I have one. Sorry. Aggressive. That's when they thought to change it. Right. That's the full form of real words. Oh, that remind me of when that lady uh, threw that blender at that customer at McDonald's. Mm-hmm. And she got beat up. Y'all McDonald's a little rough around the edges. Don't talk about McDonald's. But you know what we not going to do is that like McDonald's breakfast ain't one of the greatest. McDonald's breakfast do best. Oh, but Go! Best too. Their drink selection, McDonald's be drink selection is, is horrible. Whoa. <laughs> they got splashes. They always they run out though. They got frappes. It don't matter what you got if you ain't never got it in the inventory. But they be having the smoothies and stuff. They just don't be having you the ice cream. You know what I'm saying? So it's certain McDonald's. Sign don't mean nothing if I can't pay for it. They don't have. They don't be having the summer. Like their selections. Yeah, they have like really like like seasonal. Yeah, I like their, I like their yeah. summer seasonal. The winter, I can't get with it. Their yeah. smoothies are bomb. Smoothies hey, bomb. Slushies bomb. You remember when Shrek Three came out and they had all the green McFlurries and green milkshakes. I, mean, I don't remember Disney. that one. Wait up. Pixar. 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 Right? The little thing that John I thought it was Pixar. Disney owns Pixar. So that's why it's always like Disney Pixar. When you Disney say Pixar you go Pixar. up to North Charleston I'll and you come you, back. Oh. Because you know what? I don't give into the nonsense. I That happened to me when I was like, um, I don't know where I was eating. And then all of a sudden I said, that eat good. And I realized I said it. Like, that eat good. That don't make no sense. Ma'am. Ma'am, Run that are, back, you, please? are you okay? So yeah, code switching. <laughs> so before we figure out if the sunset was chased, side, how did it feel to be part of the show? Thoughts, opinions, feedback. <coughs> Take your time. Take your time, baby. Well, I'm just really, really happy to be able to be a part of something so, so great. Um. For one, I've known all of y'all since y'all were freshmen, even if, like, Brenda, I haven't really talked to you, but I knew you since you came in. But um, just, like, seeing y'all do something so great with your time, um, put it in that effort, seeing, you know, what goes on behind, I guess, my phone screen, my speaker. Does that make sense? <laughs> <laughs> but just seeing, you know, the time and effort y'all put into everything is... I appreciate it more, but not even that, just being the first guest. A little special. But I feel like it's, you know, an experience that you're going to take on um, having this podcast. I feel like y'all are in the right direction with everything. I can't wait to hear other episodes and hope to be a part of more of them. Aww. (laughs) Thanks, Sai. You left out the last sentence we paid you for. I'm just kidding. <laughs> this is not sponsored. <laughs> Moving along from Brittany. We appreciate you being here with we us do, today. We do. Uh, take the time out of your day to 
hang out with Brittany, Nisha, Amy. Um, <laughs> we appreciate you taking time out of your day to come hang out with us, uh, especially after your long drive. So want to give you a big round of applause for coming. Yes. Thank you, Sai. Go stop Sai and Sai, give them your social media, sweetie. What? If you want them to follow you. Oh yeah, we love followers. My Instagram is Saisha with three A's underscore. So that is S-Y-E-S-H-A-A-A underscore. And then my Twitter. Well, I have a professional Twitter too, so you have to follow that. That's Latimer Saisha. Well, at Latimer Saisha. Saisha spelled the same way. Latimer is L-A-T-I-M-E-R. And then my, you know, my good Twitter. That is underscore Sai-L. So underscore S-Y-E. L. <laughs> so, you know, follow me on all that good stuff. Follow me on LinkedIn if you want to. Just <laughs> gotta make them connections. Yeah, That's it. I'm gonna follow you once I get back on socials. But speaking of, um, to all you listeners who've been holding us down since the beginning, my social media plans is almost over. We got eight days left. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna need to do one. Honestly, it's so rewarding. Like, I've never been a person who's been big with like keeping up with what's going on around the world because I always think like, what people used to do in nineteen ten? They used to be worried about this. <laughs> so why, why I'm concerned about something? I'm gonna do me. But anyway, yeah, it's been really rewarding and um, not to take up too much y'all's time because you know y'all on the way to work in school. But yeah, definitely would recommend doing your cleanse. For the future reference, I probably wouldn't do January. Only because y'all know January always feel like the longest month, baby. Dragon. But I wouldn't do February either because I feel like you're cheating yourself. March is a good one. But that's March is because in April, spring break. April, shower, spring, May flowers. But no, spring break in March though. Do mm-hmm. just do January. <laughs> just get out the way. One last question before we go. Um, Sai, we do words like of the year. So a word that like kind of reflects our goals for the year. So mm-hmm. mine is consistency. Mine's intentionality. His is proud and experience. Experience. So just tell us like what your word was, just out of curiosity. Okay, my word is perseverance. Just because I feel like I'm a senior now, I graduate in December, so I just need to persevere and just, you know, keep on going. Um that's my word. I I literally like December thirty first, I wrote on my little whiteboard I got in my room. Persevere side, so it's gonna keep me going through whatever obstacle I face. Yes, ma'am. That's only the biggest period imaginable. <laughs> did we did we chase that sunset? I think it was Chase. I think so. This was a great episode. I like this. I have fun. What do you think? You think we chased that sunset? Fun, yeah, it was a fun episode. Definitely. It was fun. It was fun. We I guess we don't chase that sunset. Chase that sunset till the woods fall out or till the sun don't shine. And we love to see it. Oh, we do! <laughs> Bye! Y'all have a well, great week. Fun. Be great people. Stay blessed. Oh, awesome. Stay blessed, stay black. Bye, y'all.